Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 247. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, he's definitely going to become an astronaut. It's Rich Walker. Hello. And she can only do maths when she's shopping. It's Alice Bell. Ooh. What's this one? I don't know this one. Did you not spot the Price Hound t-shirts? No. What? So, I need to clarify. I probably should have looked this up before uh, before we started recording. Is Price Hound a real thing? Is Price Hound... I don't know. I've not heard... Because I hadn't heard of Price Hound either. So, I'm just wondering, are they a parody... Um, Kind of pound shop or just parody I mean, retailer. It possible, I've never heard of them because they they basically um, yeah they had t-shirts for sale or for sale. I don't know mm-hmm. uh, with the the one about the boy being becoming an astronaut and the girl. I can only do maths when I'm shopping. And it was a great article. Genuinely, it was like well, uh, on Buzzfeed. It was like the 29 stages of a Twitter storm. I was just showing how something picks up and then ultimately ends in Nazis because it always does. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, you get the initial outrage and then you get the uh, pushback from like, don't see what the fuss is about. Boys are just boys and girls are just girls, etc. Right, and mm-hmm. then you and then you get the backlash to the backlash, and then like you you didn't even see it, and you're you're yeah <laughs> you're aware of the steps that uh, that are taken when a, a Twitter storm happens. So yeah, I don't, but uh, yeah, as I say, I probably should have looked up. Have you heard of Price Hound? I haven't. No, but and yeah, it sounds like that could very well be real. It you does. Know? You know, we'll it's not, it's it not is. unprecedented, is it? On to the news this week, and I don't know if you saw Boy and Girl, but cardboard, it's its the next big thing. Mm. I thought this looked fucking amazing. I thought it was the best did. thing ever. I thought it looked very cool too. I was just, you know. Well, uh, well, earlier we had rich. a little <laughs> <laughs> rich. Nothing, I, I was saying it's its a lot of money to pay for a sheet of cardboard. Do you spend fucking well, hundreds hang of pounds? Okay. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Okay. The Nintendo Labo, or just Nintendo Labo, was announced... Yeah. Um, last week, last Thursday, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and they, Nintendo had, I suppose, briefed everyone on Twitter. They were like, "We are going to uh, be announcing." A, a, was it? They mentioned something about interactivity or a new way to interact or whatever at 10 p.m. tonight. Yeah, yeah. And this was it. And it was, I mean, it was an interesting one because. There was two very different sides of the Nintendo Labo camp, similar to what we were saying just two seconds ago, I suppose, about a Twitter storm. There was the people that were going, this looks fun. Nintendo are the only, uh, the only company that get fun. And then you have the other side going like, no, this is just cardboard. And then there's just backlash <laughs> after backlash, backlash to backlash. It's I'm just like- mental. But yeah, that's what it is. It's Nintendo will be selling. Um, bits of cardboard. <laughs> like when you break it down, bits of cardboard with software, with software, like it is a game. Uh, that's it's coming out in America, America on uh, the twentieth of April, and in Europe on the twenty seventh. And it's basically with this cardboard, you can create uh, keyboards. You can create like you a can robot. make a, a piano. Uh, there's a robot. There's a fishing rod setup. Yes. Motorbike thing. A house. That you more controlled car, car, oh, yeah, car yeah. control car thing. There was, like there are two different sets, right? There's like a the robot a, one is a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. So that like yeah <laughs> the the variety pack uh, they're calling, which includes the remote controlled car, the fishing rod, um, the house, the motorbike, and the piano. That will be sixty English pounds, sixty British pounds, excuse me, and uh, the robot pack 
which is sold separately, will cost 70 Great More, British really? pounds. I was thinking that's the inferior one that makes you look like a no, complete it's like knobhead. No, it's like a full body thing. It's for yeah, kids, Rich. So yeah, but there's not a kid and in the And then, yes. you, and then oh, right. you, uh, you can get the customization kit on top of that, which is £9. Now, right. I believe the customization kit is a set of markers, isn't it's, it? It's I stickers think. and stuff like that. But they are also, they're releasing the blueprints online so you can make replacement parts ah. out of your own cardboard. That's good, isn't it? Uh, well, hold on. Can you just go and ma- ma- make your own from scratch then? Yeah, but you're buying the software as well, right? Mm, yeah, I suppose. Can you not buy them separately? No. No, I, I don't not. think so, no. So, I mean, 60 it's... quid seems a bit excessive, though. I mean, I know it's software, but how much does your average Switch game cost? Like 50 quid? So it's 50, 60 quid. So it's, tw- it's about the same. So 10, 20 quid for cardboard. I'm yeah. sorry, how much money have you spent on fucking Lego, Rich, yeah, but that's today? plastic. It's more... Tangible, it'll last forever. But if I put a labo out in the rain, it'll melt away. Why would you put it out in the rain, you stupid cardboard? I don't know. That's the thing. Why are you putting it out in the rain? It's cardboard. What what if I want an open air Nintendo labo festival? You know, and it rains, it's over. It is, yeah. Yeah. So that's why you have it in a marquee as opposed to (laughs) an open air. No, it's not open air if it's in a marquee. Oh my God. I. I saw this trailer and my eyes lit up. I thought this yeah. was so so lovely, so nice. And like it's it's for kids. Like, do you know, relax to the people going, why why is this not um Super Mario Odyssey 2? Or why is this not Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever? Like yeah. because not everything has to be for you. I there, saw there it, are, like, they, like Nintendo like, <laughs> I they're obviously a company that like really pushes the fun aspect of games, and you know their audience. the The range varies from the very young to the very old, and this just so happens to be for the very young or the mammy or daddy with the very young. Because some of the like the robot kit, it doesn't look overly simple. Like you know, there's a bit of work involved to try I, and put I, that together. I don't think it's for the very young. I think it's good. It's like the idea of putting it all together and kind of understanding a bit about the engineering of it and seeing like this, you know, makes this go and and all it's that. Like kind of stuff. It's like Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I think it's fucking great. The I think it's really a good. Apparently. Is it? Apparently so. Well, it's just bits mm-hmm. of plastic, Rich. I don't know what. Mecano. Me- that's metal. metal. Yeah. It's metal. Connect the plastic one. Plastic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought no. I thought it was really, really good. I th- thought it was great. It made me want because I could just imagine like you know people putting it together with their kids. It made me want to go and get in touch with the cousins that I haven't seen for about can, five years. Now, can, I, I, can I, I just say that I do like it, by the way? And I was just being a dick earlier. Oh, yeah. like, I, do, I was, was going to say, I, I also understand the people who are going like, I suppose, look, yeah, it's not very durable. Um, yeah, yeah, and this yeah. isn't the first company to ever do something like mm. this. This is, you know, paper craft and an interactive piece of software mm. has been done before as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's still, I just... I don't know, it's so joyful and just so lovely. One other thing, though, actually, that I'm thinking, a kid, I mean, depending on how young they are, will fuck up a piece of cardboard pretty quickly. Yeah, but a kid, depending on how young they are, will also fuck up a piece of consumer electronics pretty quickly. Like, you say you can't leave some cardboard out in the rain, you also can't leave a switch out in the rain. <laughs> I can't imagine or a kid... Or a telly. <laughs> it's, that, it's that fishing rod one, which seems fairly intricate. I can just imagine that being fucking ripped to the handle coming off straight away and... I can't imagine like, it lasting long. Or, like, do you know, valid concerns? Like, right. cardboard isn't, like, yeah. 
But that's what they they they're releasing like yeah no like, as far as I I'm get aware, that, but I suppose scratch, so you can then build your own replacement parts if they wear out and stuff because you're not like you're not just paying for the cardboard you're paying for the time yeah Nintendo spent developing all this right I, I want to know the statistics on how many labos get assembled incorrectly trashed or just scribbled on and left in a cupboard um. <laughs> We we find it in April. I, I can't believe at Christmas time I was the one that hated joy. What's happening here? <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Just sounds like you do. It's Rich. Just funny that we had the loot box controversy. Now we've got actual cardboard box controversy. That's of sorts. different though, isn't it? Oh, I was trying to forget it. It's not clever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you know what, Rich? It's okay. I I accept your apology. Yeah. Because you could have said a number of things there. Mm. And that's what you chose to say. Almost like you have your own built-in dialogue mm. option. Where is this going? <laughs> okay. Which is kind of what they had in Fable, I think. I never played a Fable, <laughs> but I'm Fable. sure never played really? a Fable, no. Oh. Really? Uh, but I will get my chance to know, apparently, because it's making a comeback. Right. Uh with the Forza Horizon. Uh, developer Playground Games. That's still helm. a rumor, though, right? Well, so so the rumor story goes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Adele said that once. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Rich. Do you do you have any history with Fable? Yeah. Uh, played two and a bit of three. Got into two massively in a big way. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then three. I just I don't know. Sort of. I started playing at the tail end of 360 kind of ending. Um. So I uh, I didn't really get into it that much. And I didn't enjoy it as much as 2. 2 was very, very good. I think many people acknowledge 2 is, is kind of the best. Mm. Uh, 3 when it was a bit weird. Uh, and then there was like the rail shooter that wasn't a rail shooter. Oh, um, uh, the journey. journey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, and, the, and then Lionhead Studios was working on a new Fable game when it was... Uh, it was sunsetted. The, the studio was sunsetted. Yeah, Microsoft <laughs> I made hate it, that word. Microsoft made the decision to sunset Lionhead Studios. It's not even a word, is it? Sunset? No. no. Um, and so it must be kind of a kick in the teeth to all the the Lionhead people to now see. Oh, mm. we are going to do a, sh- a Fable game with someone else. Yeah. So I believe sources close to the project told Eurogamer that Microsoft's interest in Fable is. A lot of it is down to the success of Horizon Zero Dawn. But are they not very, They're like, very different. Yeah. dissimilar games? Yeah. That's, that's a really weird... Unless like, Fable is, like, you know, they're they're changing it quite a bit. Is that why the rumours got the Forza Horizon devs on? Because they want it to be... No, sorry. Doesn't nice. work, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Like, w- would you welcome a, a new... Fable game, yeah, definitely. I mean, if it's closer, <laughs> if it's closer to number two than it is to three, and it's not like Fable Legends, which was obviously a failed experiment. They're wasn't all it? like, it's so not a rail shooter. Explain, yeah, explain yeah, to me. Don't be a rail shooter. Explain to me why Fable Two was much better than three. The only thing I remember about yeah. three was uh, the build-up when they were saying it felt like the cast had gotten yeah. really big. They had like John Cleese and uh, I remember Simon Pegg and wasn't. Ben well, Kingsley in there as well. There, there was a lot of big names. Loads of others, yeah. yeah. Big names in there. Yeah. Did it, did well, it just it was, lose the essence of Fable? Like, what was it? So, I mean, Fable was kind of always the sort of uh, the good, bad 
decision making yeah. thing and if you made bad choice sort of because it was black and white you know was the first that was the kind other of big line game, right? game. Uh, and it was very it was kind of along the same lines if you did bad things you would look bad and if you did good things you'd look nice and just, mm. you know um in three they kind of took it a bit too I don't know. It was kind of interesting some of the stuff they did, but it just didn't land. It made the second half of the game just not very enjoyable. Because the first half of the game, you were like trying to overthrow your brother, who was the king, yeah. and then you managed it. And then the second half of the game, it turned out he was being a shit king because like he needed to build up the army and defenses because a great evil was coming from across the sea. So the whole second half of the game, you're just trying to keep everyone happy and also make enough money to to defend mm. against the, the incoming threat. So it was kind of a weird economics sort of uh, RTS almost because you just, I just put up loads of rent on houses oh, and shit yeah, like that uh, and it just was a bit boring but it had I'm sure Michael Fassbender was in it was he? he was oh. your brother I think oh yeah shit. I think yeah. he was yeah Jesus and 2 was just a bit more fun and you were just running around being a hero and yeah and y- you know marrying people finding yeah. ghosts and that there, there was cool stuff like I had a wife in it and she found out about a mistress I had in another town. And so she divorced me and stuff like that. It's like, how many games have that kind of thing in it? You know what I mean? I'd was, never do that in real life, obviously. obviously but, you know, obviously. I could do it in the game. Um, <laughs> and so the others were just not as kind of fun. They went a bit too serious. But it sounds like, yeah. is, was three more free? Like, did they... Uh, no, it was like there was a bit more of a prescribed story, but like the in the basically in the first half of the game, you promised loads of things to people to get them on side for your revolution, basically, and then afterwards you found out, oh shit, like it'll cost me loads of money to keep these promises, but if I keep these, like if I don't have enough money, people will die. Mm. So it, it wasn't actually, and there was a time limit, and it was yeah, oh, was, was there? Yeah. Oh, every t- every time you went to bed, the, the you know you had so many days or whatever. Right, I never got that far. But um, my fear for Fable Four, if it is real, is that it loses its essence and its Britishness. Because I think more than any other game I know of, it feels very very British. Just had a lot of regional accents and kind of yeah. slapsticky Monty Python style humour, I guess. Yeah, like uniquely British. Give, give me a for instance, other than the fact that. Basil Fawlty was in it. Like, farting. A lot of farting. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, said, the only the accent. British. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Churchill, that was part of his speech, wasn't well, it? I, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, they, did, was, they didn't mic that bit up. There are a lot of, like, British regional accents, like Southwest accents and stuff, mm. and it was just... It was... It just, it just felt, I don't know, but, like, felt look at, but look at Game of Thrones. Like, that has... Fucking hell, like, the amount of different regional... But it's got, like, a British Hollywood accents. budget, <laughs> hasn't it? I don't know. It was just, it was just kind of silly and cartoon. I never I never really got what because I Molly knew would always be like that great British humour and stuff. Mm. I never really I don't know how you define that exactly, but it was. I I I think uh, I don't know. I I think there is, there is most definitely a British humour and a British style of comedy yeah. as opposed mm. to an American style of comedy. Oh, you mean like we're funny and then not? <laughs> wow. That's a joke. That was a joke. I mean, <laughs> personally speaking, my tastes veer more towards the British style yeah, of comedy yeah, yeah. rather than I, I like comedy. both. I like both. Um, but what's Peter Molyneux up to these days? Oh, he did. Tapping a cube? I don't know. Could, it, could he not uh, come they, back on board? They did. Um, Throw some checks at him? They did. What was it called? I can't remember. It was quite a nice mobile game. No, after that. 
Oh, um, oh shit. The, uh, the trip or the journey or the... the not the, walk, the journey, probably. Um, but that was, that was nice. The stroll, <laughs> the some... I feel like there was some sort the of hop, movement. The, skip, the, the run, the jog. <laughs> that, that, I remember playing that for quite a bit. That was a good little kind of mobile game where you were just walking along and you would collect stuff. The as trail? You the trail, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Get in. Um, but yeah, look, if, if Fable comes back, comes back, hopefully it is... Sounds like you're you're missing that that fun. That's what you want from a, a yeah. Fable I think game. if they make it a big like hyper real, well not hyper realistic, but more realistic kind of thing like Horizon Zero Dawn. That's that that's sort of not Fable. Fable missing was fun, yeah. Fable was like people with big feet and hands and mm. like yeah. And you could do silly little dances and jigs and things and go. Hey, and would you ever fall, kick chickens? That's w- nothing. Right, yeah. Would you ever fall over and like break a limb or anything like that when you'd be dancing? Uh, no, but if you did, I mean, where would you go? You'd probably have to go to back then Theme Hospital and now Two Point Hospital. There's a little Fable connection there, Molyneux, right? There is, there is actually, Bull, yeah, Bullfrog. Um, uh, so yeah, Two Point Hospital is the, the new game that Sega was teasing last... I'm trying to remember, was it when we did last week's podcast, but they had put up an image on social media of just a light bulb and they had a date and... Led people to many. Loads of people thought it was something to do with like the GameCube or something. Didn't they were Dreamcast. Yes, yeah, I think that was, but, uh, that was being touted. But it turned out to be Two Point Hospital, which is the spiritual successor to Theme Hospital. Uh, it's coming to Steam in late 2018, and like it looks to have. When you talk about having the essence of uh, predecessors, now whilst this isn't a sequel, it is a spiritual. Uh, spiritual one it does look very theme hospital Alice and I know you're excited uh, about that I fucking love theme hospital did you lads ever get into it I played um, a demo over and over and over and I know that Elise used to like it my um, my partner and she had me buy her a copy on PSN and she never played it (laughs) so I was really annoyed what Calum did you ever play it Uh, a little bit yeah I fucking love that game. It was one of the first... There were a couple of games that my brother had when I was a kid that I fucking rinsed. Uh, that was Diablo 2, Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura, um, uh, Zeus Master of Olympus and Theme Hospital. And, uh, oh my God, like to this day, every sort of 12 to 18 months, I'll, I'll install Theme Hospital again and, <laughs> and play it for like a weekend because it's so good. Some of those diseases are funny. The guys so with the big funny. heads coming in. Bloaty head, yeah. yeah. You've got to get the head deflating machine. So, well, yeah, for someone that doesn't know, Alice, what, what, so, what was Theme Hospital and what will Two Point Hospital Theme be? Theme Hospital is a uh, management sim where you manage a hospital and uh, all the diseases are kind of strange uh uh, so there's they're like bloat. house, isn't it? Like the very house-esque <laughs> diseases. <laughs> Are they? Well, as in <laughs> like fucking outland... I've never seen an episode of House. <laughs> you know, so I, had- I thought House was all like fucking stupid diseases that don't exist. In the form well, they're all house. like really, really like rare ones and it's never lupus except in one occasion. One occasion it was lupus or something. I've like never um, watched House, but I've heard that the formula is... He misdiagnoses it once and then... They nearly die. They nearly then, die, but then he realises, oh my God, it's this. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then they figure it out and then they save the oh day, right? <laughs> That's it. No, he's he's right? back on. He's fucking... Oh, good. Yeah. I don't need to watch well, it. I and then everyone's on. like, house, no. And he's like, oh, it's this. I'll do this. And he does a really outlandish thing where he'll just like stride into... He'll like burst into the room, which they've decided is like a clean room because the person might have anthrax or something. He's like, it's not anthrax. And then he'll just like jam a needle into their chest. <laughs> And then they'll be all right. And House, like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
I just, it never grabbed me. I just always thought it looked kind of shit, really. Yeah. That's honest. great. We should watch that on our extra podcast. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> but anyway, apologies. Yeah, so, so silly diseases. Yes, and they're all ailments. like a uh, bloaty head, which is where someone has a massive head, and then you have to like build a machine to pop their head and then reinflate <laughs> it back to regular size. Or the, <laughs> the rhythmic noises you get going when you've got patients kind of going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm, yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, and then there's like uh, invisibility where they're dressed like the invisible <laughs> man and they're all like bandages wrapped around them. Uh, there's one called TV personalities that you need a, a psychiatrist to cure where they look like Elvis, I think. Mm. Well, it's a different one. Uh, and there's all these different things. That, so first of all, you have to have a GP to do diagnosis and you can build more and more diagnosis because... You know, you might exhaust all your diagnostic uh, capabilities and, and they'll say, like, we've tried everything. We don't know what's wrong with this person. So you have to build more diagnostic rooms and then more treatment facilities for really specific things. Uh, you need a pharmacy where a nurse will give you drugs and you can research better drugs and to make them more effective and stuff. Uh, you have to manage, like, your staff being tired. You have to manage uh, the the place being too clean or dirty. You'll get visits from uh, MPs. Too clean? Sorry, too clean. Too, like, hot. Oh, right, or, okay. like... Uh, patients being thirsty, not having enough place, like places to mm. sit, all this kind of stuff. They have to have stuff like plants as well. You to have like to have improve plants, moods and stuff. yeah, and you yeah. have to keep the plants watered. So you need handymen. Yeah. You need different kind of doctors. You need um, uh, nurses, uh, like receptionists, all this stuff. They all have different levels mm. of skill as well. Some of them are really shit, but like yeah. the better ones are more expensive, and they all have like staff profiles that say yeah, yeah. like. Like irritable, hates this, that, and the other, or like really nice. <laughs> oh, like, it's a good game. Yeah, it's really good, yeah. and I'm so excited that there's going to be a kind of spiritual successor. And it mm. does look very nice. It's it's more graphically kind of uh, advanced, mm. so it's 3D. Um, and uh, the the first uh, disease they they've had is is uh, lightheadedness, which is where your head turns into a light bulb, which I think is quite funny. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh... <laughs> You know, it, it's it's nice. It's been a long time. I remember, I think I played it on the PlayStation, uh, which would have been, what, would that be mid-90s when I was out on PlayStation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and there was, yeah. there's a fax machine. That's where you get all your info. Oh, if really? you put the number, you, there's a number you can put in the fax machine that then, like, allows you to use cheat codes. And if you start cheating to get more money and stuff, because there, uh, there are announcements, like, doctor needed in psychiatry, or, mm-hmm. like, nurse required in ward. And if you start cheating, it goes, hospital administrator is cheating over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, carry on. Uh, but yeah, I again, I I played a bit of it. I I didn't play that fucking a tenth of as much as yeah, you apparently did. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but one game I did take a fancy to, or one series I did, was Scribble Knots. Mm, you were drawn to it. I very good. Rich. Thanks, Pretend thanks. I said that because that's much better. <laughs> um, yeah, Scribble Knots Showdown is coming to PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch on the 9th of March, uh, and. Like I think it's been long enough mm. um, between the last release of Scribble Knots and this one that uh, the heart has grown fonder because there was a period there where they were just throwing Scribble Knots games mm. out at a rapid rate, whether it be on the DS. Uh, there was one that came to mobile as well. There was just such a vast quantity yeah, of them. Yeah. At least that's what it felt like. I have a soft spot for Scribble Knots. I quite, I quite enjoy it. And I quite enjoy testing the game to try and figure out... See it, what you can do. See what I can do. Like, there's a, <laughs> apparently in Scribble Knots Showdown, there's a 30,000 word library, or dictionary, I suppose, um, to choose from. And it, it's a lot, isn't it? It, it is a lot. Mm. And it's just quite cool. Like, for those that don't know, you have a, an on-screen keyboard, you type in words, and then those words 
will be transformed into on-screen yeah. representation. So if you type in dog with a hat mm. and press enter, a dog with a hat will be on screen. But on the DS, didn't you actually draw with a stylus? No. I think I played it with Did my you nephew. Th- I'm sure you... Sh- Is that drawn to life? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe draw, so, draw something? Draw Mate. something, there you go. Oh, drawn to life um, is the David Jeffy yeah. one. That's, isn't it? Was that drawn to life? Remember, anyway. I thought you actually scribbled. No, no, no. no I d- well, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not no. the ones that I played, anyway. No, um, you put in, like, you know, God, and then God will appear. Yeah. Right. And then you have, like, God and Satan be called, like, off ty- typonauts. Uh, it should be rich. Maybe you should Maybe you do email them. I can't remember. Email them. Uh, Warner Brothers Vice President of Production, Stephen Chang, said, Players of all skill levels will enjoy testing their creativity in the fast-paced head-to-head party-style gameplay. 25-plus minigames in this, uh, where you can play with a body of yours in a versus mode. And the showdown mode as well is like a... I think it's a four-player. A four-player game. Another... Game mm. in a popular series that is coming out is Alien. Do you remember Alien? Remember no, no, why is it? So Alien <laughs> was a series <laughs> that starred uh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh yeah, who you may remember from uh, uh, Finding Nemo. Four weddings Nemo. and a funeral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it Finding Nemo? Was is that is it Finding Nemo or is that something else? Or is that or no? That's Finding Dory. I think uh, I'm lost. Where where um, Dory goes to? Uh, I've seen it. Have you not seen it? No. She, well, her really? voice is in it. All right, and right. she because it's like she's the voice at this like zoo or park or whatever. And it's like, right. hi, I'm Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> wow. Like remember to recycle or just like shit like that. Um, but yeah, there's an alien game in the works. Mm. Alien Isolation Two. No, it's not. Oh, is it not? No, oh, no. I misread my the, notes. <laughs> they haven't said what it is. They've just uh, Fox Next have bought Cold Iron Studios, uh, who is comprised of Perfect World Entertainment people i think because they bought it off them right and they're they're, they're specializing like mmos don't they like never winter and Mm. those kind of things dc online i'm intrigued i was always too scared to play alien isolation properly i don't think this is going to i I, I don't get the impression this is going to be alien isolation 2 in any way alien isolation easily one of the best games of the last people are always saying like the british and or like european and american press really really divided on it like over here we all thought it was fucking amazing and they were all like for for whatever reason yeah i don't see how you me doing an american (coughs) being disgruntled i don't see how you can think it's brilliant like what what did they see that we apparently didn't see or vice versa i don't i don't get it yeah i'm not too yeah. sure either um Weird. fox next they mm. i believe and this is going off memory but i'm sure they announced a vr alien game like a couple of months ago now but it was only in oh it was it was basically like oh we're making a alien vr game right. but you have to come to like universal studios or some oh, shit great. like that That's it was like handy. an attraction yeah, yeah. Something like but which maybe was testing the waters for for this, I mean, uh, a VR alien game would be shit scary. Like, imagine playing Isolation in VR. Oh, dearing me. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be intense. People um, would die. Yeah, exactly. So, the head of Cold Iron Studios, Craig Zinkovich, said, We believe in Fox Next Vision and we are thrilled about the opportunity to explore an amazing and rich universe. Uh, our background in building online worlds and taking established franchises to the next level in interactive entertainment is a precise fit with our product roadmap ahead. We can't wait to share more information soon. There you go. So, yeah, there isn't an awful lot of information to share at the minute, sadly. Well, if it fits their roadmap, 
past experience that that does that mean it's going to be an MMO thing? Some sort of online, yeah. So what? Like what? You're a space marine and you hunt aliens. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like the one player's an alien and then the other player's a marine that switches around that kind of thing, like Friday the Thirteenth. No, that's um, Jesus. Why was that two K game? Well, oh, quickly evolve. we forget. Evolve. evolve. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that could be good. It could be. Yeah. It could be. Do you it know, having be, it a, won't be that probably, but it that does pro- sound interesting. <laughs> having a snarling monster run after you, yeah. ready uh, to to munch down on your neck, just like Dracula, uh, actually uh, in oh. Castlevania. Because uh, Netflix have renewed Castlevania for another season, and this time around, there's going to be eight episodes, whereas in the first one there was only four. The same voices from the last series are coming back. Richard Armitage and Gray McTavish, who played Belmont and Dracula. And James Callis as well will also be there uh, playing Alucard. Which is like fucking hell. Like imagine if you had a son and called him like Mlock. <laughs> Mlock. <laughs> d- what would be the problem with that? I find a lovely if I, name. If I had a son, it would sound almost like Dracula, right? Dr- Drakir. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Maybe I'll do that. Alice. Ilika? Is it? Ekila. Ekila, yeah. Ekila, yeah. See, they all work. They sound they yeah, sound sure. good. I mean, I particularly like M- M-Lock. <laughs> M- M-Lock. M-Lock. <laughs> I, was going, I was going with M-Lock, but M-Lock, I M-Lock enjoy. sounds better, yeah. I think, yeah. M-Lock in the house. Um, Alice, I know you watched the first season, and you enjoyed it. I really liked it. I really got into it. It was very silly at points. Uh, was it? Yes. I mean... Um, and very over the top of like, blood everywhere and kind of ended quite abruptly. Um, and I was like, I want more of this. But I did think it was very good. And I also love how... Like, I love how the hero's name is Trevor. <laughs> because <laughs> you don't get that often. Don't get many Trevors, no. Don't do get you, many do Trevors. Do brother's called as well? What, Keith? S- Simon. Know. Trevor and Simon. Yeah, yeah. They're Amazing. They're yeah, yeah. good... <laughs> Yeah, good solid name, <laughs> right? That's what I mean. Like they're normally called, like you know, Rip McTuff they're or like Alucard. That's what they're normally called. Yeah, you know, there you go. Malak. <laughs> Why is it not Malak? Why isn't he the star of Castlevania? Yeah. So I think you know, here's to heroes with names like Trevor and Keith and Dave. Mm. What, yeah, about what, he- more of those. what about heroes with names like John? That's the hero I certainly oh, yeah. believe in anyway. Uh, and I believe that hero could play another hero called Duke. There's a, there's a, a good solid hero a, name as well. Yeah, wasn't it, was it Duke was, he was in the first City Slickers, wasn't it? And it was, oh, oh what was the, uh, the uh, second one? Because you had Duke uh, who know. died. Right. And then you had, or was Duke the, the the less old man. I can't, Richard, remember, let me any, know. No, I I can't thought, remember anything about I the city slickers. Thought you'd be up in your I'm city sorry. slickers knowledge. Alice, can you help yeah. me? No. Have you ever, do you know what city slickers is? Yeah, but like, is I, it like Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other people. They were city slickers, Rich. <laughs> right, they had right. to learn the ways of the country. I and then feel like they, did. they had to find Curly's gold, didn't they? I feel Curly. <laughs> that's who it was, wasn't it? I don't know. Was it Curly? Probably. Curly was right. Legend of Curly. Curly's gold. I feel like you did such a strong link into this and then you just <laughs> wheeled away from it yourself City Slickers that's a film do you know what else might be a film Duke Nukem <laughs> that's good 
good. Uh, and John Cena <laughs> is uh, the Hollywood reporter is reporting mm. that John Cena will be uh, assuming the role of Duke Nukem. Now, John Cena, if you don't know, is a WWE wrestler and also soon to be Hollywood star. Yeah, he's done a couple. He, didn't he's done a few. He films. voiced a ball Ferdinand. in Ferdinand. Yeah, mm. ball, he, right? yeah, uh, yeah, kids film. He was in the Amy Schumer. Comedy train wreck a few years oh, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's in Daddy's Home. Is he? Yeah. Is he in there at the end? He and he did a couple of WWE films as well. I just realised I, I, I admitted that I watched Daddy's Home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Will, Will Ferrell? Ferrell? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, he yeah. and he, but. Uh, things are being predicted for for John. Big things because he is going to be. He's going to be in the new Transformers spin-off, the Bumblebee film. <laughs> is he any what? good as like in the bits of wrestling where he has to do the performances? Is he actually any good at acting? The the vo- like when where they have him. to talk, <laughs> where they have to do the talky bits. Is yeah, it? yeah. For, John, when he's doing a scene, John you know. can be excellent when he wants to be. Yeah, uh, I think people's issues with John is when. I'm saying that was such just with John, uh, is, is that it feels like he doesn't care sometimes, and that's quite frustrating for. He's never, he's never been a heel either, has he? He's always the not never. He's always the face. But I know, oh, like, goodie, yeah. I know. Good him, knowledge, Rich. Thanks. I know him mainly from all the videos that pop up on Facebook. John Cena. Yeah, a that, and then B, where he turns up and surprises some Make a Wish kids, and then there's one where they surprise him and he starts crying in that. Mm. Seems like a. He does seem like a very nice chap. Yeah, strange-looking fellow. <coughs> he is. Yeah, yeah. I think because he's got head. quite a long torso, and then he wears those cut-off shorts that make his legs look very short. <laughs> so he just looks all out of proportion. <laughs> I feel he needs a new costume design. Sort of almost cartoonish proportions, right? <laughs> yes. Sort of little legs and not unlike great big body Duke Nukem. So yeah, there so you go. I, th- I think, like, looks wise, John Cena is perfect. For yeah, Duke no Nukem. prosthetics required. Because John Cena is the real-life cartoon. But I don't know if I Duke mm. Nukem is. I don't know if I can see him convincingly. Delivering those lines, was it? You said like grabbing up the voice. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I can't. You said it like parody of a wrestler to play parody of an action hero. That's what he is. He's a complete parody of a wrestler. (laughs) Like when you think wrestler, even if you don't know John Cena, that's what you envision. Yeah. Duke Nukem himself though why are they making a Duke Nukem film I don't know why? yeah like it's not like the time is right no one's clamouring what off the back of the massive success of Duke Nukem forever this is true <laughs> yes. yeah, several no, years ago I hadn't thought of that <laughs> like Duke Nukem works I'd love to credit the person that I remember saying this but I can't remember who did say it Duke Nukem would work if he was brought back in a world that didn't understand Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. Fish out of water. Yes, exactly. Like, Mm. because if you bring him back and it's like, oh, Duke, and you saw like fucking, he's just a guy so cool. It's like, in 2018, that doesn't work. Mm. It may have worked in the late 90s and pushing into the early 2000s, but not today. So, but like, if this film, well, I don't know. Like, would that, would this film be that? Because if you look at, say, the I'm trying to think you know like the the A teams the Starskys and Hutches the oh, what other Baywatch I suppose to an extent as well like those films never came back and were poor faced they mm. almost took the piss out of the source material yeah, yeah, but yeah. is Duke Nukem well enough to take the piss out of the source material I don't think Duke uh, Nukem is well known enough no to make at, a film to, yeah no. I don't think he's well known enough like in, at large like kind of everyone knows who the A team is 
I don't think everyone necessarily yeah. knows who Duke Nukem is. Well, if we went outside and did a little vox pop with some people going, oh, do you cool. know who Duke Nukem is? You're like, no. Nobody. That's a good idea. Let's like, do that. Yeah, should do that. They'd be like, is that the guy who was in City Slickers? One or two, <laughs> I can't remember. I'm not sure which. <laughs> no, it's Curly. <laughs> now, if we, maybe if we asked them a couple of Overwatch characters, they might be aware of them. Overwatch is quite popular. So popular, in fact, it has stopped people watching pornography. I reckon some people might be familiar with you porn also. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may be let's do a vox pop of that <laughs> shall we yeah um, so you are you po- familiar with you porn no if you're watching no, this honey I don't watch that you porn they did I, I, how did they even get these figures well I suppose the Overwatch, Overwatch League which um, is the I suppose yeah the Overwatches it's the official esports league of Overwatches was isn't it um, whilst that was on I was broadcasting live on Twitch last week. Um, YouPorn basically looked at their figures and their traffic and they saw that it was down. Mm. And it specifically went down just as the Overwatch League started and went up again as the Overwatch League, (laughs) as the broadcast finished. Between the Philadelphia Fusion and the Houston Outlaws, the Los Angeles Valiant and the San Francisco Shock. I love American sports team names. Great, they're they? so silly. Yeah. The San Jose washing machines. It's like, what are you ass? What was you what call? Are you, uh, fucking United, town, city. Yeah, like you I just <laughs> call it the place. No, Why are you going no, like, yeah, the, the Rich Walker Sharks? The man, it'd be, it would be like the Manchester Devils, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. the, lo- I, I the like, London, um, the London Bull, or the London, the London the, Beef Eaters, the Arsenal or Cannons. <laughs> I like the names of uh, roller derby clubs because they're all like the Cherry Breakwells and stuff, which I think is quite. That good. is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that is good. Um, but yeah, Overwatch uh, and pornography apparently go hand in hand. Mm. I mean, didn't they say recently as well that like two of the most popular, like like some Overwatch characters appear in like their most popular searches, like Widowmaker or someone as well. I missed that really. Oh yeah, wow. which I think is quite funny. Also, you know the the nuclear the nuclear <laughs> nuclear nuclear, nu- nu- nuclear. <laughs> that alert that happened in Hawaii. Yes. So like apparently when that happened, uh, the porn traffic went down oh. like seventy seven percent, and then went like shot up again afterwards because everyone was like, "Thank God we're not gonna die." celebratory wank yeah sure (laughs) as you do and also someone I can't remember who pointed out that like it went down 77% it didn't go down 100% (laughs) so so 23% of the population is still like "Ah." I'm gonna go out (laughs) doing what I love I'm gonna die anyway Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) on to what we've been playing this week and Rich Walker and Alice Bell you both have been playing Dragon mm. Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How or are you Fighters. F- how, how did you, so is that is that what it is? Is it Fighters? Yeah. Well, I, so I, the I program, know. right? Yeah. I uh, I know nothing about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, the pro- everything I, do I know, know is information gleaned from my younger from brother and from playing other Dragon Ball I know games. from memes. Right. Memes. Dragon Ball Z is the name of the program. So why is it not called Dragon Ball Z Fighters? Because it's funnier. Yeah, fighters. Did you, was there you put that Welsh accent there? <laughs> no. All right. Sounded like it. It's funnier. Because funnier. It's funnier. <laughs> uh, okay, perhaps. So, yeah, you, two of you, I, like, I suppose, aware of what Dragon Ball Z is yes. coming into this. I mm-hmm. can't imagine you were there um, when the game was revealed at E3 and just like you were screaming yes! at the top of your lungs. Well, I, delighted. I, I was literally there. And it was you amazing. were there. Like, it got, 
such a huge reaction from the crowd. Mm. Fucking massive. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize there was such hunger for yeah, a, a Dragon love, Ball people fighting people game. People love Dragon Ball. They're quite, yeah, love apparently yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was that reaction warranted at us, Ben? I think it's very good for what I've played so far. Yeah, mm, me too. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I think the the story gets a little bit grindy, but uh, mm. the the game itself is so. It, I mean, first of all, it looks really good. It looks looks like the cartoon. Yeah, it looks it? like the the anime. Yeah, it's like very well done. Even the three D kind of rendered scenes, it still kind of looks like like the TV show. I'd argue it almost looks better than the anime. Well, I mean, yeah, because yeah, it's not. And anyway, yeah. um, but because it's like staying true to that source material, it means everything, all the battles are really over the top and mm. huge. And like the attacks are massive, and it's all just these like buff, massive head dudes uh, screaming at each other yeah. and hurling fireballs. And like, it's just really like inherently quite fun to do yeah. that. And it means when you're fighting, you feel quite powerful. The best is um, a destructive finish. Yeah, right. yeah, they're great. They're so good. Like you either knock them flying through the atmosphere off the planet into space, <laughs> or you just there's a massive explosive kind of dome just going over the entire. Yeah, stage. or like you you knock you them knock them through yeah. like out of the stage and then like through like a mountain or something and yeah, explodes and the, the, the mountain. Ma- it's the really good. Yeah. So explain to me what it is like what is this just a a one on one fighting game? It's three V three tag team. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really cool. Go one. <laughs> so you can kind of switch you can sort of active switch um in the middle of uh, an attack and you can like fast switch so the other character like charges on mm-hmm. uh or you can just get them to kind of help assist you. Um which is the difference between pressing and tapping, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just really fun. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't think, and I think the, the general consensus is, I don't think this is going to be mass, like a big competitive hit necessarily, because it's, right. I think it's one of the more accessible yeah, yeah. fighting, fighting games to come out mm-hmm. recently, because it is, like, it's, it's much simpler than, like, there's, yeah. you basically have, like, one power gauge and you have your health. Yeah. And you can switch. So it's not overly complex. And, and the, there aren't like massive, like, you know. Is the move list much smaller? Yeah. Oh, the really move list small. is much simpler, is much smaller. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about and like. That, that, and that, do- that simplification doesn't make it boring. No. I just think it makes it more fun because it's like you don't have to worry about like doing a full circle and combos and, then, like, and things. The, yeah. It, so it's not like technically very deep but there's still room to like get technical with it i think because because you only have one power gauge to to kind of affect like all the different specials you can do and you, the, the power gets used in like defense uh attacks uh the big specials there's an evasion uh, thing you do a vanish where you can yeah. go to the other side of the screen bit like to flank your opponent all that of kind of stuff so it makes that a bit m- less predictable so if you're opponents got like full power you don't know what the fuck they're going to do mm. next kind mm. of. so is it is it the movement <clears throat> aspect of a rich that makes it more fun or more like uh, i don't know you you're you're not sure of what's going to happen the fights are more frenetic yeah it's just super fast really fast and you mm. can sort of get away with mashing the buttons and make something cool happen but at the same time, if you're a better player, you can like bust out a Z reflect or something mm. to. So if someone's like launching into a combo, mashing the buttons, you can reflect their attack and then turn the tide. You've got like a charging attack where you can break through someone's guard and it sends them catapulting into the air and you can carry on aerial combos. And there's just loads of options. It seems kind of ostensibly quite shallow. Like if you just played it and didn't really 
look at any of the controls or any of the other stuff you could do. You'd be like, that's just a button masher. But there's a lot right. more to it mm. than that. And it's, it feels like it's very fast. It's much faster yeah. than like, like Injustice 2 in terms of like the actual stuff. It feels more about like going on the offensive and just like yeah, doing yeah. some cool attacks and dodging rather than blocking, like dodging, reflecting rather than like if you're turtling, then you're kind of playing it wrong, I think. Hmm. Yeah. And what what about the story then? I know Alice, you said it's yeah. maybe a bit of grindiness rich. It's just very repetitive. You're, you're essentially doing the same thing over and over, fighting clones of so characters. What, it's, yeah. Again, someone who very very little knowledge of Dragon Ball Z. Like, does it, what is the story? It's an what? all new storyline, right? Yeah, it's new. Uh, you basically you play the same story. I know Goku. Yeah, he's uh, the main. He's the main. He's the main lad. Mm. Uh, so you play the same story from sort of three different points of view, basically. Yeah. So first of all, you play it from the point of view of the heroes, then the villains, and then the final bit is kind of the anti-heroes. Mm. Um, and like it's basically like all the like kind of the Saiyans and the the Saiyans and the um, the hit villains and stuff have all kind of had they've been knocked out and immobilized and had their powers suppressed by these science waves of like <laughs> some force force waves of some description yeah. and you are sort of drawn into it as the player because like they can only fight at their full strength when they're being linked to uh, this compatible human soul, which is you, the player, which is why only one of them can fight at once. Yeah. And they talk directly ah, to you sometimes, yeah. like saying, you know, do as I say or whatever. So you basically yeah. have to, the story is like figuring out what's happened. Mm, kind Ferris, of. Ferris Bueller-y, <laughs> <laughs> speaking to the camera. Yeah, kind of. And uh, yeah. Y- yeah, you're just kind of figuring out what's happened. And uh, like everyone, there are clones of some of the roster, which uh, serves mm. your bad guys mostly for it. And it's sort of like... So does it become boring because it's... You're fighting the same people just yeah. over and over. And it's not that challenging either, actually, the story. I mean, I don't think I lost a single battle no, it's not, the whole time. But it does do this nice kind of, like, the the story is set up, like, as uh, you get maps for different stages rather than just this fight is happening now in this order. And uh, it's sort of like, you know that puzzle where it's like, that there are seven islands. You must cross over every bridge between the islands before you know. No, but okay, <laughs> okay. But you get like twenty turns to do about six islands or something. Yeah, like, you get so. twenty. There are yeah. basically you. The map is like a bunch of different islands with like travel lines between yeah. them, and you can move one at a time. And you have twenty moves, but some of the islands have bad guys on, yeah. and some of them will have another character, like another team member, for you to save, which is represented by a little kind of. Ah, help me, Little person. Ally, yeah, <laughs> allies you can recruit. Uh, and then some of them have a question mark, which means they'll have a tutorial refresher mm-hmm. on there. So it'll say like, okay, dash towards your enemy. Like Goku's right. telling you to do it, and then you'll do it, and he's like, wow, you're picking up really quick. And then you get extra <laughs> points for completing the yeah. tutorial. So and if you need a refresher, um, you can do that, which is quite cool. Yeah, that is quite cool. Um, and sometimes Kid Boo will invade a oh, space yeah. as well, and you fight him, and then you get bonuses. He's like fucking level 28 or something. Yeah. Kid Boo, yeah, no, he's um like a little oh, alien character. I can't remember the race. Ma- Magin. I don't know why you're looking at me. I something. Don't I don't know. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you might remember. Uh, how how is the the online all good there? I haven't tested that. We yet. haven't tested. Oh. Yeah, the servers only went online today. Today, yeah. Mm. So we haven't at time of recording. Haven't oh. properly. So that's why my uh, my full review hasn't gone out. Yeah, and yours is only an in progress. Mm. Isn't it? Well, yeah. Hopefully, we don't run into a a tech issue. Mm. Just, uh, 
to Ken. Yeah, that was not yeah. good. That was not. Huh. No, it wasn't very good at all. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, very happy to hear the Dragon Ball Fighters is a. Uh, it's getting a lot of love from a lot of people. Mm. Like, I mean, it's a game that I. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. But like the the interest is almost forcing me to. It's good to, to have a look at it. Mm. So you know, yeah, 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 sounds sounds good. Fuck, I'm really struggling. <laughs> um, you know, so like, look, it's it's really it's getting the green light for me anyway. Um, oh my god! <laughs> no red strings attached. attached. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, the red strings club, Alice. This is also a, this is another game that is getting a bit of buzz as well. It's a out lot today. Of people really yeah. Enjoy this. Um, Again, no, not today. Yesterday, it was that yesterday? Fuck. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, it's a kind of cyberpunk point and click uh, sort of puzzle, but the, the the puzzles are all kind of social, really. Uh, so it's set in a kind of cyberpunk dystopian future. There's a mega corporation uh, that's about to uh, called Supercontinent Limited that's about to kind of turn on or update the software in the microchips that most people have in their heads now, basically, that will uh, kind of affect their mood so it will suppress like anxiety depression and just kind of make everyone the best version of themselves that they can be hmm. uh and then there are kind Handy. of yeah well is it because Ooh. you know pe- the the people that it's going to happen to like they haven't signed up for that they don't know it's going to happen it's just being switched on uh and you know it's sort of at the cost of maybe their the some humanity. of their humanity some of their free will because they don't know it's happening so you um kind of play well, three characters, I guess, sort of uh, interacting with these hacktivists, this hacktivist group that is going to like try and shut down this before it even starts, basically. So the first section you play as, uh, I want to say, Akara, who's uh, an android, uh, and they start off working in, in sort of a factory where they have to handcraft uh, uh, implants that they then surgically put in people who've asked them. So they'll come in and say, like, I want, I want something to, you know, make me more popular on Instagram. And then you make something that will make them more popular on social media. Um, by, and so the mechanic is that you kind of handcraft these shapes on a lathe, mm. like sort of almost like a poster's wheel. So mm. making it the right shape using different tools. It's really good. Um, but then like they'll come back and say, well, now I've got like anxiety because I need more followers. I don't have right. enough still. So then you'll, well, like they've asked for more followers, but what they need is to not need maybe external mm. validation. So instead you make an implant for that and ignore what they ask. Mm. Uh, and then you move to the Red Strings Club where you play, this is the biggest section of the game you play as Donovan, who's an information broker who works at this club. And he's like the bartender, the proprietor. And he mixes drinks, or he, you mix drinks that kind of bring out one part of someone's personality, might make them sort of, you know, might bring out their pride or, uh, their, like, uh, their fear or, like, different things. So you want to make a drink that will bring out a certain emotion and then question them and ask them about stuff and it'll get different responses depending on. So if you were trying what, to, if you were trying to scare them, you would. Make a drink yeah, yeah, yeah. that would yeah make them more fearful. Gonna, like stuff. if so, basically employees of Supercontinent come in and you're you're trying to get information that will help you stop this software. So maybe if like the developer of the software comes in, you could and you want to ask him like, uh, are you not afraid that maybe it will go wrong somehow? You would bring out a more negative emotion like uh, 
rather than bring out his pride where he'd be like no fine there's mm-hmm. nothing that could go wrong with it you'd bring out his um what is it when someone's not confident what's the opposite of confidence um, um <laughs> introversion yeah whatever mm, like yep. uh self you bring out like his self-doubt and then he'd be mm. like oh shit maybe it could go wrong like and give you some information that could help kind of thing uh and at the same time like akara is in the corner and she'll watch these interactions and will then quiz you afterwards to basically it's a good way of like making the player pay attention to to what's going on in the game because she'll say like well they said that how do they really feel about what you asked them about how did they feel about supercontinent what you know what is their actual <laughs> in, in emotion in most like, games you're like fuck uh, uh i don't know yeah <laughs> so if you haven't been paying attention and you have to get seven out of ten questions correct and they should give you like a little bonus thing ah well, it, they they uh, there, yeah. there, is, there is a reward yeah for... and and it asks you like questions directly about like if you were in charge so that like the game will ask you through akara like if you were in charge would you allow this? Would you allow this? What would you... And if you say, well, I would allow, like, murder, but I wouldn't allow sexual assault, the Akara, the android, will be like, well, why? Why is... What, why is why would you want to allow... What, like, better what? than the other, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really interesting how... And it asks all this stuff about, like... Because Akara is an android, so it, the, the game will sort of deal with, like, how, how much free will does... Akara have and are they a person all this kind of stuff so it asks some really cool questions about that kind of thing and like what like because you you in the game are manipulating people sometimes without them knowing so why is that okay but what supercontinent's going to do not okay mm-hmm. it's it's really really good uh and then the last section of the game you play as um, Brand- Brandis, Brandis, Brandis. Mm. It's spelled with an E, uh, and you're broken into the offices, and then you're using um, your you've you've got loads of like um, augmentations, so you can change your voice. So you change your voice patterns to different employees, ring up other employees from the offices to kind of crack into the computer, and you need to build like a profile of the CEO, basically. Uh, by talking to different people. Um, there's been some discussion about a bit, which I, I like either bypassed or I just didn't notice what mm. it was, where, because one of the characters that you previously talked to in the bar is called Larissa and she's, she's like the PR for the company and she's really cool and she's really fun and stuff. Um, like she's a really good character and her, the interaction you have with her is, is really fun. And then in the, the final part of the game you need to unlock someone's computer and i think i just like either didn't pick up on it or like like i think i just like rang up someone else as the person whose computer it was and was like hey can you unlock my computer right or like can you give me my password and i just put it in and didn't realize but that his password is um her dead name from uh, right. like, so she's a trans okay. character and and the password is something like you know dave 698 or something yeah like. yeah yeah and so like people are saying that that's kind of not cool and it's not and like, I, i've seen someone else say that if you actually because i didn't i chose to replicate some other characters voices but if you replicate her voice apparently there's a whole thing where you can get information by ringing up people and asking about sexual encounters that she's had with them and oh, stuff. Oh, really? But I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah, like, yeah. I'm holding off on putting my review up now because I want to go back and have a look at it have a look at that again yeah, with, yeah. With, with with that knowledge. Um, <clears throat> because it's like if like <sighs> the rest of it is really good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a shame that there's that kind of misstep at the end there. But like in in terms of like a good kind of self-contained cyberpunk story um, with some really nice elements where you're like mixing the drinks and stuff, it's really really beautiful. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play through it again and and kind of explore that a bit more. But in general, I think it's good. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly listen? Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Rich Walker, and you, Alice Bell, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop. Mm-hmm. And then give me said answer. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 2006. 20. Recent-ish. Clue number two. I have an eight-inch penis, and what? I love killing people. Huh? What? what? <laughs> clue, was that was that a clue? Was that clue number was that, three? You admitting something? Clue number three, <laughs> as well as the four <laughs> main entries. Clue number three. Do I need to reprimand the two of you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Treat this seriously. Don't be getting giddy. Clue number three, as well as the four main entries in my series, I have also made a guest appearance in a 2013 fighting game, unrelated to my own series. He said penis. <laughs> Clue number four. My voice sounds eerily similar to someone that was a pretty prominent character in popular hit television program, Lost. What the fuck? And clue number five. In 2017, a video game was released that was set in the same universe as my series. But it didn't quite have the legs that my series has had. Still, I decided to show up to the party. I have no idea what this is. No, I haven't got a clue. 2006. So, guest star in a fighting game. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 2006. Yeah. Clue number two. I have an eight-inch penis and I love killing people. <laughs> clue number three. As well as the four main entries in my series, I, al- I have also made a guest appearance in a 2013 fighting game. There was also a spin-off. Okay, I'll be, no. I'll be, I'll be less vague. There was also a standalone DLC, which is a term I hate. Um, of my series uh, Clue um, number four My voice sounds eerily similar To someone that was A pretty prominent character In Lost And clue number five Like listen Right Clue uh, number five uh, Yeah In 2017 Last yeah, year yeah, yeah. A video game was released That was set in the same universe As my series But it didn't quite have The legs that my series has had Still I decided to show up To the party Oh man I'm drawing a blank here I think, oh. I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to have to tell you. I think you stumped us. Nothing springing to mind at all. 2017. Last yeah. year. Ah. A game I know for a fact the two of you played and reviewed. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh. I'm going to give you five seconds. And it's a fighting game. Four. Oh, no, who is I, it? I never said who, it was a fighting game. Who is it you turned up uh, in Tekken 7? Three. I never Noctis. said it was a fighting game. No, no. For fuck's sake. Geese uh, Howard. One. <laughs> Stop, is it Geese Howard? Incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. 2006, no. Uh, 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 I, I, uh, the, what was on my card was Johnny Gat. Oh, oh, come on. Clue number one. <laughs> 
Ah. Clue number one My first comedians in a video game Came in 2006 Saints Row right. Clue number two I have an 8 inch penis And love killing people Should have known right then That's, It's Saints that is, Row That is true yeah. Clue number three As well as the four main entries In my series I've also made a guest appearance In a 2013 fighting game Dive Kick I didn't know that until oh, I yeah. Remember Dive Kick yeah. And then Agents of Mayhem um, I remember Dive Kick Clue number yeah. four My voice sounds eerily similar To someone that was A pretty prominent character In Lost yeah. Daniel yeah. Day Kim yeah. Who played yeah. Jin Su Kwan In yeah. Lost And clue number five In 2017 A video game release that was set in the same universe as my series but it didn't quite have the legs that my series has had still I decided to show up to the party of course I'm talking about Agents uh, of Mayhem and Johnny so, Gat so I was thinking oh, what, what character did Hurley voice comments queries questions you send them in to us and we answer them or comment on them or tell the world about them you can you close that's the what we on do you. in the questions part of the video game or podcast and you can well that's why you should probably change the name from questions either way uh, yeah you can let your voice be heard by emailing podcast at videogamer.com or replying to our little call out tweet that we send out every Tuesday from our Twitter account videogamer.com looking for questions which is exactly what the following people did Tom Clark asks, what happens if the Nintendo Labo box breaks or worse, gets wet, rich See? to be fair? See? You're, no. you're, you're <laughs> I'm not the one who's concerned about that. You're a man of the people. Um, <laughs> following on from that, uh, Ian Manning, he says the Nintendo Labo looks amazing. And he asks, any of you guys into metal? What, like iron and... I'm guessing so. So do you... Do you are you a... Uh, I'm quite partial to steel. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> Copper is a favourite of mine. Yeah, very valuable. Actually, very useful around the house. But the music genre, no. Um, I if you've never heard of them, look up a Japanese band called Maximum the Hormone. They are fucking wonderful. Um, Anispel, I like some of the songs by my friend's band Shapes. But I'm not generally right, into that. Okay. I did Cheap one plug. I like it. Oh, there you go. I one time I like made uh, someone who used to work here who's well into metal. I was like, you, you listen to some of my favorite band, and I'll listen to some by your favorite band. So I had to listen to like one eight minute song, and then he was able to listen to an entire EP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Ayers asks. Red or brown sauce? We've had this debate on Have our uh, on our live stream. Oh, okay. yeah. This this is a a, a streamy. Um, uh, so, uh, I would generally say red sauce. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit more versatile, right? Tomato sauce, but a little I, bit more versatile. But I think I, on a bacon sandwich. I accept brown sauce on bacon sandwich. Yeah. 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 I will never accept brown sauce. What? Yeah. Why wow. not? Because it's, it's great. Because it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. It, it tastes. It's a, it's a more viscous vinegar. Right. It's vile. You're eating a bounty in brown where, sauce. Do you remember the uh, <laughs> where do you keep your ketchup debate? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, to be fair. Fridge, right? Um, used to be fridge, now keeping cupboard. You can keep it in the cupboard, but... Kept you know. it in the fridge when I was younger, when I was at uni. Now, See, opposite. I'm a cupboard woman. Used to be in the cupboard when we were kids. Fridge now. You don't want to put <laughs> fucking ice cold ketchup on your chips. It, 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 no, was, it was always enjoyable. At, um, yeah, because I don't know how it started. Because it feels like at God is a Geek, where I used to ply my trade. Yeah, yeah we that, that was a very uh, and, uh, massively debated thing. And mm. then it... it for, went from the team out to asking developers and there was a big long list of like developers that were asked where where do you keep your ketchup in the cupboard or the fridge yeah, yeah. and I think fridge I think fridge like slightly edged it was Brexit vote I, almost I, where, like, where very, do you keep it oh cupboard I'm not a monster I think it says on the bottle to refrigerate and frighten oh go, go away with that and it's tomatoes I, bollocks with that I hate <laughs> fucking hell you're such what you're so, <laughs> The label says it. Fucking bend the rules every once in a while. And if the ketchup bottle told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Well, doesn't it, doesn't, it also, mud, doesn't it also dry a bit if you... 
No. To the to the nozzle and stuff. Then Jack get those asks, oh, right, what's fine. the meanest thing you've done to an NPC in a game? It's got to be The Sims, right? I've probably tortured yeah, yeah. one horribly. I can't remember. Put them into a pool with put no them into steps. A pool, no steps. But yeah. put, get, make them go into a tiny one square room and then delete the door and then they just <laughs> piss themselves on the spot and then die. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. bad. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's very fair. Um, oh my god! One time, my Sims had a baby and it wouldn't stop crying, so I just put it in the garden, like down the end <laughs> of the street, until social services came and took it away. That's that's a good one. Simon Kane asks, what are your current go-to games slash TV for days when you're ill? Also, well done on a cracking 2017. Thanks very much, Simon. Thank you, Simon. Um, yeah. I I play Dragon Age Inquisition a lot when I'm unwell. It's my happy place. Um, TV, I'm probably I'm re-watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the moment because it's just nice. It's good. Good show. Yeah. Mm. I haven't been sick in about Three or four years, so I can't yeah. answer this That's question. That's not true. You've been sick, but just powered through it. I, I haven't been... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Incapacitated. But there's definitely like, days been... when I was like, go home. <laughs> um, I, I mean, easy television is like the undateables or first dates or yeah, yeah, yeah. like... I don't know. All Channel 4's slate of programming of reality <laughs> TV. Do you know what we were we were watching that fucking SAS Are You Tough Enough? And I just like watching it so I can every five minutes go, fucking hell, I wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't all go like, oh, I wouldn't be able to do this bit as if I would have been able to do any of the other bits. Uh, Joseph Mitchell asks, with the Switch doing so well, do you see PlayStation or Xbox releasing a new handheld within the next few years? No. No, because the Switch <laughs> is doing too well. Yeah. And yeah. PlayStation tried it. The, yeah, twice. Mm. Um, twice, PSP yeah. PSP and the Vita. And the Vita. Three, if you want to say the PSP Go, I suppose. Well, yeah, which is an yeah, yeah. Alternative version yeah. of Yeah, but uh, yeah, it clearly hasn't really worked for them. And, and Microsoft have never tried it, as far as I know. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, so mm. handhelds generally don't do that well. Do they? I mean, there's there's a few instances like the Game Boy, I mean, the Game Gear. Nintendo have a, but Nintendo, for a, they probably dispute yeah. that yeah. a little bit. But for every Game Boy and sort of Game Gear, there's a there's fucking a what, Atari Link, an Atari Link, no, or an, an Atari Lynx or an Engage. Or, you know, there's a lot of failed handhelds out there. Is what I'm saying. Uh, right? And our final question <laughs> uh, is a follow up from last week. Hey there. <gasps> last week I asked for some advice as to what to get the person I was dating. Was oh no. After taking your advice and getting a, <laughs> I love inverted commas, funny little frog <laughs> pin by Belle and Sebastian, she decided that she wasn't ready for a full relationship. Do and you, oh, <laughs> Hang on, hang on. And in the ensuing argument slash discussion, I found out that she hates video games and all they stand for, which oh, is well. interesting. Oh, Might have done quite well out of this, hoping for better things in the future. Sorry to hear that, James. Don't yeah. compromise on that, James. We, we are yeah. too. Well, what they stand for is an interesting thing to... Yeah. Put in games. Violence. Juvenile. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what, what do games stand for? Uh, what, like, as in, in, uh, like, in, like, what does TV stand for? Yeah. What do yeah, books exactly, stand yeah. for? They, they don't, the medium doesn't stand for fuck all. Yeah, like, yeah. you can say yeah, right. a particular type of game. Like, FIFA stands for football. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mate, you're well out of that, James. Yeah, you're yeah. Well yeah. out of that. Also, I don't know why she suddenly was like, you gave her a badge and she was like, this is too much. Yeah. Mm. Did you present it in a ring box? Yeah. Because 
I can see why she might have been getting odd vibes from that, but otherwise she just sounds like she's yeah, not worth your time to. Yeah, 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 better off out of that. But if you want to let your opinion be heard on the Video Gamer Podcast, you can email us at podcast at videogamer.com and we may read it out on the show. So thanks very much for uh, to everyone who sent in their stuff. Uh, but that just about does it for this week's Video <gasps> Gamer Podcast. Of course... You will be getting this 24 hours earlier if you are a VGBG VIP, which you can become by heading to patreon.com forward slash video gamer for only $4.50 every month. Bargain. You get uh, the Video Gamer podcast extended and early, and you also get four monthly podcasts. One where we talk shit, one where we, well, we do that in all of them, one wrestling focused, uh, one CSI focused. Oh my god, it's so fun. And this week... Uh, it's the Video Gamer Game Club, where uh, we are playing Undertale. And for the first episode, we will be playing Undertale up until the end of the third area, or the waterfall, bit, basically. The end of the third boss. Um, so if you're listening, yeah, and you want to play along, do that. Uh, also, as well as that, you can subscribe to us on all the podcasting apps. Uh, and you can rate us on iTunes. I believe all the buttons are broken, bar the fifth star. Yeah. So if yeah, you just, true. if you want to review us, that's how you do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Colin underscore Hearn. Rich is at RichieWH2. Anna's is on Twitter at BabyGotBell. And Video Gamers on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat at VideoGamerCommon. And YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV. <laughs> but for all of your Video Gamer needs, just head to VideoGamer.com. And now it's time for my least favourite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Annis Bell. <laughs> goodbye. And say goodbye, Colin Hearn Sloan. Gaffole. <laughs>